3: Tom Bernard Show with Hal Sparks, J.B., Jerry from Cinema Grill,
2: Melissa Kirk,
1: Andy Brandt Bernard,
2: Cassie Schrader.
1: We'll be right back. Kick things off. Had a wonderful conversation with Hal this morning, mm-hmm. and I want to continue on with that because we were talking about some very funny things, some very important things. Some poignant things. Poignant things. All of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we laughed, we cried, we bonded. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront no haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Let's dance.
2: I love this song. It's
1: a great song. <laughs> it is. Yeah,
2: Boy George sang it. That was his oh, opening yeah, song yeah. at the State Fair.
3: Oh, is that right? Yeah. It yeah. was a good show. So Boy George sang this at the State Fair? Yeah. Yes.
2: No, it was a phenomenal concert.
3: Oh, I do. Uh, Boy George at a State Fair? You had me at State Fair. You had me at, <laughs> had me at, had me at Funnel Cake. I don't even need... What? Did you I need mean,
4: to hear Boy George? For, yeah,
3: no, no, no. Boy George, State Fair... That yeah, sounds, a... that's, that, that's, that translates to party as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a
2: triple threat. We had the Thompson twins, then the B50 Both of them?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: No, just the one. Just the one. They're not
3: twins. You know that, right? I know. They just look vaguely uh-huh. like. <laughs> like the, uh, vaguely I felt cheated. Well, I was the week, like.
4: The week I, earlier, it was Sinbad and Earth, Wind, and Fire.
1: Mmm all right <laughs> <it>, <clears throat> earth wind and fire told jokes it was unbelievable yeah it was, it's an inversion of both their things whatever
3: <laughs> exactly sinbad does a mad you know do you remember <laughs> oh, now September. September.
1: yeah hal sparks in studio ladies and gentlemen that's right at new hope cinema grill tonight for a couple of shows jerry's here for the first time and i'm blaming hal Jerry's here, but he didn't bring anything like cookies or ribs or anything. Ribs. I didn't know if you could eat them. The hell, I can't. Oh, that's See? true. No, I could, but uh, don't <laughs> I mean, worry about it. I, just, I knew J.B.
4: was going to be here. I brought some ribs. Oh, <laughs> is
1: was that, that a racist comment? <laughs> <You're on? sick. laughs>
4: Ribs, Did you hear that? For the ribs for the black guy, huh? Where's the black man here? Let's find. I've never had biscuits? your ribs, so a... I would've accepted them. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
3: I'm familiar with the chicken stereotype. I'm not familiar with the ribs stereotype. That's more uh, of a southern like, thing. More of, yeah, more of a uh, no, like a that's... Flintstones kind of a thing, well, really. Yeah, like what was, was it, in the um, pit, and I think mine are better.
4: Right. Oh, well, oh, your ribs oh, I haven't had yours, day. so I, see. I can't <laughs> see.
3: But the... I, oh, I, we, we went there. We <laughs> went. A skit
4: called the itis, Uh and it's a thing in black culture when you eat like, you know, when Mm -hmm. people eat turkey, the trick to fan, yeah, yes. Well, ribs do the same thing to black people. Uh Really?
3: Uh It's just we get the Uh itis. Oh, makes (laughs) you pass out. Yeah, you pass out on the couch. Yeah,
4: he couldn't sleep at night. So the the bit was his wife grabbed a bucket of
3: ribs and handed it to him. Oh, like salmonex ribs, I say. Yeah, (laughs) salmonex ribs. (laughs) That really sounds delicious. Turns out it's just a way of like it's like getting a dog to take a pill. You just put it in you know peanut butter and this works with ribs or whatever. It's all
4: the sauce and fat.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: Yeah, it is.
4: Oh, knock,
3: knock
4: you <laughs> out. Forgot yeah. about
2: that skit You were in bed, and he's there, he bed sitting there eating He's like passed out with barbecue, barbecue sauce <laughs> all over, <laughs> all over Right,
3: it all works out it's, in the yeah. that's all I know. Sugar will take you down. That's you know. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You don't want
1: me on sugar. No, 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 no. What? Anything that anything that. Like caffeine, sugar. Anything
3: that hypes you up is a mistake. Is not right. It just man. Ex- exacerbates your personality flaws and, and adds volume and intensity. Literally, would be like,
1: hey, hell, how you doing? Five minutes later, what the hell are you looking at?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, all I gave him was a Jolly Rancher. How did that happen? <laughs> I mean, it was phenomenal. it was sour apple and everything. Right? <laughs> yeah, I saved him the best one. Wasn't even that <laughs> like, sweet. Yeah, why is he punching that child? That ribs. Gave, somebody gave him
1: ribs. Al, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed our conversation on the KK Morning Show this morning. Because people, do people yeah. even broach those subjects with you when you come on an average radio show? Uh, not Project unless they want to
3: unpack something. Yeah. Like, uh, not <laughs> unless they want to unpack an entire. You know, subject because I, t- I tend you know if we're gonna have a real conversation about something, let's discuss some of the stuff that's n- not really spoken of yeah, half right. the time. No, I mean, I that's agree. the whole so, point of having a conversation. We know all the points that have been hit. You know, yeah. So, uh, so no, I guess is the short answer because a lot of people don't want to you know tap into the like the the deeper whys. I do.
1: Yeah, that's what's interesting. Exactly. It's it the only so way fun. you're
3: going to get to a solution. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I went to uh, Kentucky, uh, and then when I got when I was 14, I moved to Chicago, Chicago with my yeah, dad. Yeah. Lost my accent, learned to be a civilized, you know child not raised by wolves at that point and then yeah it's favorite city in north america no offense to minneapolis i love it but chicago is is yeah i mean i i understand i went to puberty there so i'm hormonally attached to the space and (laughs) have all those memories you know like hey that's the song that was playing when that happened the first time uh that all happened in chicago um but then uh, 18 graduated from new Packed all my stuff in my car Trier, and went to it. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. Which is a big switch, you know. It's from Kentucky to New Trier. You know, it was like... Yeah, oh, yes. I can yeah. see that.
1: I can see it. The reason I ask you that is because it... it Living in Minnesota is an interesting place.
3: Yes. Uh, right.
1: Half the people, nice people you ever want to meet, and the other half are the biggest pricks ever born. It's sure. Un- it's unbelievable. Right. And maybe that's how Kentucky is. I don't think Chicago's like that necessarily.
3: Chicago's just kind of like the world's biggest small town, I feel like. I feel like the yeah, guy, you r- like that. you could be robbed at gunpoint, but the guys you it would go, bears this year, right? And you'd go, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this yep. is like instant bond with the entire city that you just kind of have. Hey, and, Hal, what's going and, on? Uh, and, give me your wallet, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> just do that. Midwestern comfort that everybody has. Mm. Um, Kentucky's, you know, Kentucky's a, a southern state, you know, that was divided in the Civil War. So there's yeah. this weird mix of, like, people who are sort of future-looking. You know, my dad is an architect, and he designed two of the most, the, the first totally solar homes in the United States, and they really? were built in Kentucky. Really? Meanwhile... You know, Eastern Kentucky and Pikeville and places like that—they will like fight for illiteracy. They're like it's a point of pride. <laughs> fight you know? for illiteracy. Yeah, yeah, it's good. good. You know, it's and it's it literally is a, like a fever pitched like fear of you know books. Those are you know
4: that sounds like Missouri. I grew up in yeah. St. Yeah. Louis in the eastern part Missouri. of St. Louis.
3: Every part of of Missouri that isn't St. Louis, you mean? Yeah, like everything outside of the the industrial right. limits of St. Louis. Is yeah, yeah.
4: kind of backwoods and the, you know the the yeah I suppose the uh, headquarters of the Klan when I was growing up was in uh, Columbia, which is the capital. City
3: sure, right, is which is it. And by church. headquarters we mean that guy's porch, <laughs> right. you know, like and half the Baptist church, like two deacons and six guys at the house who like, we really. It ain't that we're as racist as we used to be. We're just preppers. <laughs> and when you boil down to it to be a prepper, you got to understand it's got to be your race. You know what I mean? If you're a black prepper, you're going to be racist too. Just do with your group. Because when it all boils down, there's only many, so many cans of beans to go around. And none of us know how to do nothing. So we're just stockpiling other people's uh, intelligence. Like, I don't know how to can stuff. Do you? No. Uh, so no. let's get cans of beans.
5: No. It's like how... Uh, in some places, the local Klan chapter and the local Black Panther chapter work together to keep segregation alive because it's both what they wanted.
3: <laughs> well, they hate each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. always it's always struck me that like what would be viewed as sort of inner city black people and rednecks. Have so much in common, yes. oh, yeah. even though they they, they sure, both sure eat do. crap. Yeah. They yeah. both don't yeah. like to read. Yeah. They both use the n word a lot. You know what I mean? They have a lot to bond over. Yeah. He's a hundred
4: percent right. Yeah,
3: they're the same. They're angry about mm-hmm. the same stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They like, like both both are
4: on yeah. welfare.
3: Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> There's there just is. a volume. Yeah, I will say the redneck welfare volume is higher. Right. You know, you might. But most people t- don't
4: know or think that.
3: No. No, absolutely. They there's, think
4: the exact opposite.
3: That's right. <laughs> Although, I think it was Chris Rock who was saying there's not enough black people in the whole country right. to, to create the welfare budget. It just isn't physically possible. No, that's very true. Yeah, But and, that's
4: who they show on TV oh, when yeah. they talk about welfare. Yeah.
3: Well, because no, it, because black people on welfare are, are are more telegenic than white people on welfare. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Quite yeah. frankly, yeah. You know, they yeah. they got all their teeth. They look relatively normal. Yeah, they, Where, they you get, get to they, Eastern they, Kentucky right, welfare. They get a
4: check and they run out and they get new clothes and this and the other. That's right. Whereas
2: so.
3: Eastern Kentucky, it's the blind banjo kid from
5: yep. Deliverance, <laughs> who's been
2: like ten times. Yeah, you know,
5: they it's... don't buy liquor. They buy things to make well, their
3: own liquor. Oh my God, no. have, you, have you seen the wild Wonderful whites of West Virginia, the um, documentary. No. no. Oh, oh my yes. God!
2: The whites. Okay.
3: Yes. Yeah. So, so the Jesco White and the White family in, in West Virginia—they're basically Eastern Kentucky people. Just basically, century like like a half a century of coal dusts effect on the brain yes. has led these people <laughs> to just be kind of pers- permanently derelict and. What happened was in right when Social security was coming, there was always this push that this is just communism making its you know oh, communism yeah, yeah. making its push on the United States in right, its form yeah. of social programs. and the 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 white family patriarch of West Virginia was a congressman. He voted against Social Security and Medicare and all these things when they came out. and he when they passed, he it, it, to show people how easy it was to manipulate the system. He had all of his family, declared in the vernacular of the time mentally retarded so that they could receive welfare and social security benefits. Well, technically speaking, retarded (laughs) people can't have not retarded people as children. So all of the people in the white family have qualified under SS since then as mentally retarded. So they all receive SS social security benefits. I guess he did make his point. It was, yeah. Uh, well, and there's no arguing if you meet them that they wouldn't qualify either because inbred rednecks from that general oh, no. area also have that generic effect. And they all blow their Social Security checks on Oxycontin oxycodone <laughs> and Oxycodone yeah. and drugs. They're the gnarliest, nastiest, most brutal people. And they did this documentary about them and like they, they interview them individually and like the the hot redneck one that used to strip has a has a voice that sounds oh. like a cheese grater that smokes cigarettes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I used to be the hot well, Everybody knows I'm the finest piece of like, a around there. <laughs> These parts. <laughs> everybody wanted a piece of me back in the day. And she you know? had
2: like no teeth. Oh and cool. Cool. And it, yeah. She looks
3: like <laughs> a leather satchel. Oh. And you know, and an extra two inches of inbred forehead. You know what I mean? Where oh, they yes. start. The where the where, yeah. yeah. Where it's you know, gymnastics <laughs> can sometimes be the cause of a receding hairline in girls because they just pull the hair back so far that it just goes, I give up. But in (laughs) rednecks, it's totally natural. You know, and they got that kind of just like, it looks like the surface of the moon kind of by the time they're in their mid-30s. And yeah, with just a wig halfway up. But she's got a... And in the middle of her having this discussion about how she went to jail for six years for attempted murder because her husband came home drunk and tried, and she's like, this damn is going to try to kill me. So I stabbed him with a steak knife, and it broke off in his sternum, so I had to shoot him. And, and then this little six-year-old high on Mountain Dew, bouncing around behind her, just pops up and goes, Mama, tell him how that SOB tried to kill you that one time. You know. Hey, do me a favor. When you do the woman
1: yeah, that you just did, could you add a little bit of a lisp to it? Because you sound just like somebody, except for they have a lisp, But I'll tell you what it is.
3: This, I don't know why y'all want me to come down here like something. Who is, is that? It's it's Lou Holt. Holt. <laughs> it? Lou Holtz. sounds just like Lou Holtz. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Lou. Like, he's at the, he's he's, got redneck you sound like a redneck stripper with a lip. <laughs> I,
4: <worked laughs> I worked for the man for three months. Oh, yes. wow. Well.
3: <laughs> Which, oh, I, that's like nine years in people time. I have and bad news, years. I have bad news for the
5: bachelors out there. Oh, you Uh-oh. do? Sue Bob White, yes. the hot one. Yeah. Uh, Get married? Soon after the film ended, she got arrested and has been in prison ever since. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh, Pony White. He yeah. moved to Minneapolis. Yes, Uh-oh. one of them did. Hell's oh, in to trouble. Min- Look at <laughs> that. Into-
3: no, man, if he escaped, believe me, he's on. A- I he grew up he, in Kentucky. He,
5: he felt the need to leave to improve his life. So. Yeah, well,
3: that would be it. Yeah, but and, then again, and, he made and, that decision. And ruined parts of Minneapolis. After yes.
5: He made that decision after being convicted for prescription fraud, so. Yeah, yeah. It's well, not like he's. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he left, but he was also the problem. The so standard.
3: Like, well, no, no, no. The standard. I mean, like, because what is? Well, yeah. I suppose prescription
5: fraud versus they have like vocational,
3: murder. Yeah, they have vocational courses at the community college and yeah. prescription fraud around there. <laughs> yes. Like that's a yeah. that's a growth industry in West Virginia. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, these all of all of them were on public assistance. I gotta go. I gotta see this. It's oh, a yeah. wild and wonderful. White West Virginia. It's, I'll send you a link it was on, to it. A, it okay. was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it still is, but ho- yeah. it's on. I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. Like the Vice documentaries. I've watched
2: like, it twice. That's oh. how, it, it'll make you. It, it it plays up to every stereotype of white trash hillbilly.
3: Well, there's a
5: reason uh, the stereotype existed in yeah, some ways. Yeah, yeah right.
2: I mean they—they they are the poster children yeah. for this, and
3: the—and the—the <laughs> the entire raison d'être, if I may uh, borrow Ooh, the French like. for this family, is the fact that the. That Jesco White, the older uncle, brother, whatever, that kind of—it's yeah. hard to mix. Also, aunt, sister, friend Jessica, of the family yeah. was—they uh, did a special on him on like uh, on public television called "The Dancing Outlaw" about him being mm-hmm. the last. West Virginia clog dancer because this may surprise you but West Virginia clog dancing as a dancing style has died out over the years. Oh, that's too bad. Because uh, apparently as an art form it entails uh, getting completely blitzed on uh, like bathtub gin or whiskey of your own like Toilet alcohol from the prison, Gross. standing on a, a picnic table while everybody's around playing music and and dancing as if someone has poured ants and hot sauce in your pants. Like there's just this kind of like leaping, <laughs> clapping, jumpingness that's like hardly quali... It, qual- it, it doesn't qualify as a, as dancing. You know what I mean? It's like somebody making fun of tap that can't do oh, it. Oh, yeah, but, okay.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? I like, it, I oh, you that. guys
3: just get up here and bop 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 And someone in his family went, you're good at that. Like, I was kidding.
1: <laughs> and, I mean, we got to take a quick break. We'll yeah. be right back right after this more with Hal. <laughs> Phenomenal, Hal. Phenomenal. Absolutely. We Glad be... to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. By so good.
4: This year. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm having a flashback. <laughs> so okay, on the, on the way out,
1: I will say this. Yes. That voice you're doing about the, the, the uh-huh. guy from Kentucky. Yeah. I used to work at a metal shop called General Metalware. Uh-huh. I was 19 years old. Yeah. It was in the late 60s, so I had very long hair. Mm-hmm. And a guy talked just like you're talking mm-hmm. like this, and he comes up to me after about a week being there, and he goes, hey, Tom, let me ask you a question. I said, "Yeah, what's that?" And he goes, "Are you queer?" <laughs> I was like what? Cuz he I had long hair, he thought I was
3: Cuz uh, I got uh, some free time. And wait. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, don't don't tell anybody I was asking. Yeah, but right, yeah, exactly. After church, if you're not busy, <laughs> right they haven't they having casserole and queerness. <laughs> Come on down. We'll be back. Back in a couple
1: of minutes, Tom Bernard show. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of 92.5 pound weight loss at Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth. With their weight loss plan i started in march and in just over five months i learned about clean eating and i now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods i'm now on the reset phase and then on to the Nutrimost forever maintenance program which i'll be talking about more in the weeks to come find out how to have success losing weight like i did attend the Nutrimost twin cities in plymouth free informational dinner it's on monday september 17th 6:30 p.m at jakes in plymouth i'll see you there those extra pounds melt away really fast With this easy program, Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. I guarantee you that. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner. It is on September 17th. Call 763-333-7337. That is 763-333-7337. That like, God help me. You
2: <laughs> know this theme song.
1: Oh, that's to uh, Justified.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I God. love
1: Justified. That was a good. That was a good show. Justified.
3: I, I Boyd just, Crowder. I grew up around bluegrass, so I hate country music. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Especially yes, what I mean. it's become. You know, this kind of shiny-faced. You know, like get your teeth whitened at the mall country, you know? Yeah. I got a big old pickup truck that yeah. I I go I take to Dave and Buster's, right? <laughs> yes. Like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're totally country in your gated community outside yeah, of Nashville or whatever. You know, like, uh, but it, in a lot of ways, like, uh, when, when uh, was, it, was it Garth? But I got friends in low places. Yep. And then oh, yeah, what's her yeah. name? Shania Twain had that, like, that, that don't impress me much. Like, song <laughs> about, like, I don't need a guy with teeth or a degree or a job or or, or a handle on his anger. I'm just going to have kids can, with
1: him. touch you about that? Oh, man. that's right. <laughs> Your kids
3: are grown. You can be as angry as you want. That's true. Good point. It's when they're toddlers that's a problem. Throw him out. Um <laughs> but what I was going to say you know I, I think why the by the the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia, why that stuck with me is because when I gr- I grew up in a place called Peaks Mill, Kentucky, one road, forty six people, right, and one stoplight, uh, no stoplight, none, like keep driving. None. If you're not from there, don't even slow <laughs> don't, down. Don't stop. Don't slow down. Because we'll we'll eat you. I mean, it's pretty much <laughs> just serial killers are our only export. But the, we had a family called the Barbers, and they, you know, it was their their youngest is why I got lice like six times a year. You know, every, like they would, oh, yeah in the like, yeah they take her out and she had to sit in the hallway and they'd throw that white dust all over everything and <laughs> oh, my oh my god, god. <laughs> and because we all shared a classroom because it was a one room it was like little house on the you know it was all one room schoolhouse so there were kids from first to fifth grade in the same room we just mm-hmm. had different stuff and uh, anyways the barbers alice was the oldest one and she was like the subob of of the barbers <laughs> And we once found her. We were literally, the crab trees were taking us to church, okay? (laughs) And uh, we were standing at the edge of our driveway because we didn't make them drive down our driveway because it was a mile and a half long. Okay. And they picked us up at the end of the driveway, so we are waiting out there. And here comes Alice just walking down the road from the hill, uh, and uh, she's like, could y'all get me a ride back to my house? And she was completely drunk, and she's like, I just had sex with these three fellers and they wouldn't drive me home after. Oh, <laughs> God. And I was
2: like, and, and, I,
3: at that point, oh. and I was like nine, and I was like, is she hooking? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing that occurs to a nine-year-old in smell. Of course. And then I was like, no, she uh, she did it for free. I garnered this from parts of the conversation. I could gather whatever. And so we're, next thing I know, because we're on our way to church, you can't say no, I'm sitting like, Arm to arm, and her clothes are kind of half tossed, and she's—you know—she's got one nipple periscoping out of her shirt. (laughs) You know, and I'm nine, going, "Oh, I'm gonna have to pray for her. I'll add her to my prayers." And we drive her halfway up this dirt road because we're not taking her the rest of the way because the car might not get out. Right. Right. The crab trees, they didn't even know it was coming. Like, we we were in a situation where we had to kind of agree to this before it all, you know, happened. But she had one of these, like, leathery, and she was 20.
5: Oh, God. Oh, I know,
3: goodness. you guys, I, I, let me tell you what, you know. <laughs> let me tell you what. When they had, when they really hold, enforced the H yeah, hold in on. what. Do what now? Do what? Uh. Uh, And everybody's got do mouth. Any if you're (laughs) so do mouth. In case for those for the who's at home, is when uh, they put Mountain Dew in baby bottles, and the kids' teeth rot before they even come in. So the teeth that are coming in already have cavities. Right. Hmm. And okay, just all D-mo. this, I've already like picked up half of my and, Kentucky accent again. I gotta drop that crap. <laughs> right again, night, yeah.
4: again, that's another similar thing between those yeah. type people, yeah. and really poor inner city people, yeah, because they all they do is. They don't give their kids milk or formula. No. no. They give them juice. Yeah. Right,
1: right.
3: And
4: so as they drink juice all the time, their teeth come in rotten. Yeah, oh, and it's not, and by juice oh.
3: they mean like the sunny D, D realm of juice, juice, like the fake right. fruit punch yeah. passing as juice. <laughs> you know, the one that says contains no real juice <laughs> yeah, on the yes. front of it contains. because if the government wasn't there to tell us They would just lie to us and call Mountain Dew Sparkle Juice. I gave him Sparkle Juice that wakes him up, gets him going. Sparkle Juice. I love beer. Sparkle Juice, um, and you know, like I, I've never been able to drink like the Sunny. I remember when Sunny D they were passing all those. Li- right. They had all those ads everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, like Sunny D, and the kids would just run in and gargle it. Just ah, blah, blah. <laughs> after I've been running around, you know, when kids run in the house and you start drinking and talking and drinking, you're like, and then we're just gulping down whatever you're drinking, and then God, Charlie's running, and the sprinklers are on, you know. And, and, which, you know, and then I think Sunny Delight was just created to stop that because you can't, it burns your throat if you drink more never than had. a sip of it at a that time. It's like true. Otter Pops. Otter Pops have that weird, you know, those frozen stick whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, they're good, but they also hurt. It's yep. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying this, but it's also making my throat burn. I'm like, I think it's the gateway to cigarettes. I think I Otter have. Pops... Yeah, you never had those like just then. There's no variant versions of them. You know, yeah. it's basically yeah, like yeah. There's freeze pop and yeah, oh, just okay. whatever. It's it's just in a basically they they're like how do we make a popsicle and without the stick?
4: Right, I like see, the sticks yeah.
3: are too expensive. Yeah. It's like Pixie Sticks. I, I personally I think Pixie those. Sticks are the are the gateway drug. You know right, what I yeah. mean? Because it, Yeah, it teaches yeah. kids to just suck powder out of a straw. Like, what, what, what more drug like... And it's the laziest candy in the world because bottle caps, they're shaping into bottle caps. And, and yeah. you know, sweet tarts have a little shape to them. But they're just like, just take the powder and put it in a tube. The kids are... <laughs> <laughs> tapping them. <laughs> them. Some people...
2: Some kids decided to dump it out in a line and actually start snort it in. too. Yeah. So they oh, yeah. well, were learning.
3: Have
5: yeah. Dextrose and citric acid in your sinuses. It's I don't like know that old, that. Uh,
3: well, the world needs dicks, ditch diggers too, right? kid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah, there's an element you're like, you could pick out the kids in school. And you're like, yeah, he snorts pixie sticks. And <laughs> he doesn't even know to, how to trade liquor Like, that's when you could tell, like, the businessman was the kid who could end up with, like, four sugar sticks. And somehow you ended up with four packs of lime, <laughs> and you're like, this kid's gonna be a CEO one day. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> you're gonna lick him away, just tearing him off. Who's got raspberry? I get you two sugar sticks for a raspberry. <laughs> Yeah. What a world! Kid ends up being that. the drug dealer who ends up going. Yeah, I used to sell weed in high school, and now he's now he's a tech millionaire, right? <laughs> I, so what? It's the yeah. whites, the whites of West Virginia, the wild, the and, wild and wonderful whites of West the Virginia, wonderful whites. So I wild got and them on wonderful. Amazon, you said? Yeah, wild and wonderful. Wild, wild and, and wonderful. Of West Three
5: dollars to rent HD. You you know yeah. know that sure an HD. Yeah, I learned. Make sure to get an HD, yeah, because you, you want to see
3: all the pithy nuances, all their <laughs> open pores, the
5: sores and the yeah, yep, the
3: chapped lips. I I don't know what y'all talking about. The other thing
1: I learned today, so I've learned about the whites today, the other thing I learned today was, do you guys know what a trash panda is? A trash panda?
5: A a raccoon? Do you know what it is? It's a raccoon.
1: It's a raccoon, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You knew that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. A trash panda. Well, they have a thing on Facebook where it's It's, the actual names of of animals, like a snake is a nope rope. And no pro, or a danger noodle, or danger,
5: danger noodle. noodle. Yep. Um,
2: yeah.
5: Once y'all grow up on. Things, <laughs> my, my favorite danger was noodle. the
2: manatee. Was a floaty potato. <laughs> yeah, I could
3: see that. But yeah, they I called the that.
2: raccoon a trash, trash, panda.
3: trash so, panda. Well, you know, I just got back from China, and I actually went and Ooh, saw the did? pandas. Yeah, I like yeah. It. I saw pandas live. I'm actually going to be able to go into a pen with them in this special, like, padded suit, like like one of those sumo wrestling suits, you know, that you can wear.
5: <laughs> Do pandas uh, are they dangerous? Yeah, they're bears. I guess. <laughs> wow.
3: The bears. Bears. Yeah. Yeah. bears. We drop the panda bear part, and suddenly you're like, it's it's like it's oh, like if you just so called so a polar bear you. a polar. A polar. Yeah. It's like a polar. You just they're so they're white. White. We and... just call them snowballs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Give they, them a hug. They don't even know how
5: to reproduce. How can they know how to hunt?
3: <laughs> well, that's the thing. They know how to kill, but not make life, I suppose. Uh. But um, and partly is you know most most. Uh, symmetrical patchwork in the animal kingdom is caused by inbreeding. So, too much inbreeding, yeah. and suddenly nature says, Don't mate anymore. And since oh, they're, yeah. you know, the more yeah. perfect you have the pandas, the more inbred they are, and the more they're like, I'm not going to sleep with her. That's my sister. And humans are like, Go ahead, go ahead. You know, <laughs> obviously, the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia could do, Hey, man, I could do pandas. I can make them sleep with a relative. I've done that a bunch of times. So, but they have red pandas and red Red the China's lousy with red pandas they're not a problem because they're tiny little raccoon like animals oh, and they've got okay. striped tails they look like raccoons they simply are they're, they're just that transit yeah they're just red yeah. uh and read orange yeah. wow well, um, yeah but the pandas themselves like but they're so fluffy yeah they're just you just want to hug them uh, but they will kill you because they're bears because
1: <laughs> they're big bears I
3: saw the biggest <laughs> raccoon I've ever seen in my life at uh in, in Venice California so I had a house in Venice Sold it a while back because I just could like, I got a seven-year-old and I couldn't deal with the black widows. Like, there was nothing I could do to not get, yeah, like, between yeah. the wolf spiders and the black widows, the backyard was just a killing field. There was yeah. no, you know. Oh, and so I took my feral cat that I coaxed out from under the house and, and uh, moved her to Vegas. So she's safe there. And then I have a, another, I moved in L.A. So I've, I kind of go back and forth. But so I'm coming home. Got my mom and my girlfriend and my kid in the car and we pull in and I'm like, uh oh, everybody stay in the car there's a dog in the front yard. Cause I have a little two foot fence and I could see the back of the animal over the over mm, the fence. Big dog. It was a raccoon. It was what? The biggest raccoon I've ever seen in my it was as big as this table. It was insane. <laughs>
1: biggest, can you get a an, shot at the it table? Was insane.
3: <laughs> it was it was as tall as this table and just like smart, just there was a wisdom in this giant beast, like, you didn't get this big being stupid, you know, <laughs> and it was walking, it had like four young behind it that were the size of my cat, and it was just crossing the yard, just looking for garbage, looking for That's whatever, it. you know, the, the cats, and it was just enormous, and uh, and then, you know, you move to, you know, like, in Kentucky, you're like, oh, dear, they're lovely, or whatever, and they're like, you know, the rats of <laughs> of the South, because they're everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah the, we got raccoons. Yeah, Ugh, so I got to
4: be on the lookout to being called a trash panda now.
3: Oh, is that? Oh, <laughs> because of be... the 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 coa oh, yeah. reference therein. Right. Oh, right here we go. <laughs> all right I here see. We go. I don't know that you would get that because you maybe that's what they would call half white, half black people. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> being being specific about their racially discriminatory animal references. Exactly, absolutely. See that's why I think cracker never worked out. Because right. who doesn't like a nice cracker with a you know, with a little bit of cheese on it? You know, there are Ritz crackers, there are variant levels and, and, and white people love class. So, yeah, they're crackers, but they're a saltine. I'm a Ritz. You know, you can definitely see this (laughs) strategically forming what kind of cracker. Hey, we've got Cracker Barrel. It's like a place where they all go. (laughs) (laughs) Well. And And have the illusion of health.
5: I can verify your story. Yes. Because the biggest raccoon on record... Is Bandit the 75-pound raccoon?
3: Jesus. Oh my God. God. So they do get big <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Well, well especially amazing. when they can eat. They're like goldfish if they can just eat freely. Yeah. They grow to Basically. the limits of the environment. <laughs> yeah.
4: and you, you see a lot of dead raccoon on on the side of the road here. Can you imagine
3: seeing something <laughs> that, that big? Fish? Just you
4: just <laughs> driving 169
3: and all <laughs> just of a sudden stop you're like, the car like the Hulk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. And and I think I have a theory about this raccoon because down the alley for me at the end was. a a weightlifting shop like you could buy supplements <laughs> and i think it was just digging into their garbage yeah. and it was all just bcaas and and whey protein and honestly and, uh, that's uh, not a terrible theory all it was knowing it was just yeah. kind of jacked up like those whippets they you know when they inject the those dogs with like that special gene that makes them muscular or whatever or the the front-loading bison where they just got ripped shoulders <laughs> and everybody sees a magazine and going Well, if that didn't give me nut cancer, I'd totally do that. (laughs) Which is why I am pro sports. Athletes taking any type of supplement they want. I want any steroids, (laughs) speed, whatever you want to do to make yourself the most advanced human in the world. Because as far as I'm concerned, you guys are the white rat in the experiment. To see what we can, like, okay, well, you you can't do that combo. It'll give you nut cancer. So, right. yeah. you know, like. so if we peel that off, let, they'll figure it out. You, you let them go, they'll eventually figure out a mixture where you're like, wait, this is like Vi- Viagra tan pills that give you an extra layer of muscles and height. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, sign me up. That's
5: basically how humanity
3: learned what. To eat. That's right. You know? Yeah. Over we had time. some guy
5: go out. We had he ate a mushroom, and if he didn't die, then hey. Well,
3: dinner. yeah. Do you think the normal people amongst the tribe were the ones that picked out oysters? No. You know what yeah, I mean? No. It was the weird outlier who was like sucking the guts out of rocks. <laughs> and going, hey, this rock guts is terrific if you're having trouble in the bedroom, fellas. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. Is that, yeah.
1: That that's always been the g- yes. Oysters really helps you in the side. Come on.
3: Yeah, don't know about
1: that. I will tell you this though. Yeah. One, one, one kind of chink in the armor of your, of your argument on steroids. Yeah. I grew up as a power lifter. Sure. And mm. I had many, many friends that are power lifters, one of them still alive. That's it.
3: Well, it's a, it's, a, it's the heart thing. The, the steroids, oh, oh, yes. It's, yes. steroids, as they are designed, oh, to, yeah. don't differentiate between muscle groups. Your, your other hormones in the bodies can differentiate between muscle groups. Like, you only want the heart to get so much bigger. Yeah. Um, by the way, Andy Gibb also died of an enlarged heart, but that was cocaine. So there's yeah. a lot of different drugs well, that people use. And that... that was back when they were like... <clears throat> There was a lot of that it oh, mixture yeah. early on. People were using coke uh, yep. back then because they thought, "Well, it's just another form of speed, right?" Yep. Like, no, 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 no. It specifically goes to your cardiovascular system. <laughs> That's the problem with it. So, I, I will say that eventually, they're you know they're weeding out the ones that give you the heart problems and are trying to you know they're finding a balancing act. Yeah, it maybe. just it yeah. just takes three or four <laughs> decades of humans. <laughs> collapsing from it and like i said if you're willing to go there for your particular nutty version of because people die doing stupid stuff all the time yeah you know true. some some cliff diver somebody somewhere is like i wonder how shallow water i can actually <laughs> dive into and still qualify as a diver you know what i mean like put a bucket down there 30 feet sounds like a good number let's go for this he'll die you know because he compressed his spine into Whoa. a you know like a slinky So at least the power lifter had an extra 20 years of life on that guy. You know what I mean? The first guy in a squirrel suit, you know, one of those flying, like, parachute suits. There's a bunch of those guys who are beta testers who didn't make (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) But at some point, they're going to figure it out. You know what I mean? And I'm for it. I'm like, I'll let you guys test it first. But once you figure out <laughs> ballpark, it's okay. when you're in the motorcycle safety zone of things, like if you're stupid, you'll die, but if you stay pretty, you upright, you're okay, <laughs> I'm I'm 100% for it. Biohack the hell out of yourself.
1: Works for me. We'll take our last <laughs> break. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Yeah. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Hal yeah. and I were talking about professional wrestlers and Randy, Macho Man. Savage so yeah. un- let me tell unfortunately.
3: you something, Jack. Let me just tell you, Jack. <laughs> let me tell you, Jack. <laughs> Um, I so I the, macho
4: yeah, right. <laughs> the macho man The
3: macho man is here. Yeah, right. so, <laughs> so, I'm seven years old. I'm in uh, uh, in class, and we have a gymnasium attached to our school that the, that the state was not lovingly built onto our tiny little school, and a. Uh, and a playground that was mostly leftovers from construction site stuff. You know, they give you the concrete sure. tube sure. Yeah. and the pile of blocks and go, play, play on that until right. you hurt yourself. And um, But back then, you know, wrestling was big, and it goes through these phases, Cycles. you know. Yeah. But they, they were touring around in these small groups. Like, if you've seen the wrestler, you know, for people at home, right. they, they, there's a reality Love to that it. level of wrestling. But even the top-end ones, that's what they, that's how they made their money. Mm-hmm. So they would just roll through, and some gigs were just for gas money, you could right. tell, Right. So they roll in, set up in the Peaks Mill Elementary School gymnasium, and um, they're going to have this wrestling match that night. And my teacher said, just to get me out of class, just because I'm annoying... Because I asked questions. You. Jer- well, I asked a lot of questions germane to the topic, and nothing is more oh. frustrating to a teacher than someone who has a good point that isn't hers. And yeah, it's not that I'm in. A, it's not that I'm joking around, because I would do that too, but mostly at her expense for not knowing the answer to the question that I posed about the literary concern that I had about the material. And yes, no fools are so troublesome as those who have some wit about them. I think Shakespeare said, as I, I quoted like in second grade. And so, Missus <laughs> Underwood. Uh, sends me and Brian spizak who was another problem child, down to help them load in with the wrestlers. So they roll up this truck and they set up their ring and they have all this stuff. And so they would get a couple of volunteer kids to kind of make it community, you know. So she sends us down there, and I'm I get to carry the turnbuckles, which were amazingly large mm-hmm. and, but soft. Oh god, yeah. And I'm helping them load this and. There's a woman who's taking tickets for the whole thing. She's like working with them. She's ready to pop. She's pregnant, and she's like, she's re- like it could happen that night. You can tell, and I'm glad my mom was coming to the show that night because she's a nurse, and I was concerned at that point that she might actually have a baby in the middle of a ring <laughs> in It wouldn't be the first time, I'm sure. Right. And so, but we're unloading this thing, and as we're unloading, one of the tech guys that travels with them, with their roadie dude, finds a. Uh, an open condom wrapper in the back of the truck. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm seven. Uh-oh. And so is Brian. <laughs> We're both standing there just taking handfuls of whatever out of it. And he ho- lifts up this uh, empty condom wrapper and he goes, who the hell's this? Like and uh, Randy Macho Man Savage pops around the corner, points at the pregnant lady, and goes, "Well, it damn sure ain't Mary's." <laughs> and I laughed my ass off. I suppose. And I was like. I need to be in show business. <laughs> These people know how to live. And that no, was literally say, the first time I was yeah. like, I need to leave yep. Peaks Mill and go be, uh, do, like, that was my equivalent of joining the circus sure. at that point. And, and, I, you know, years later, I met Randy at a thing and told him that story, and he was like... Duh. Damn fine story, brother. You know, <laughs> and he was out of his the mind at that point. Man. The man. can you dig it? Yeah, such a like, <laughs> such a good dude. But but yeah, that was like that. It, it was it, when you're a kid in that kind of a town. Like any train car that goes by <laughs> with a piece of rope hanging out of it, you're like grabbing it and just <laughs> chooom, I'm gone, <laughs> right? But you know, wrestling and kiss. Those were the two things where I was like. This this there's hope outside this place. To talk mm-hmm. about the band, Kim? yeah. Do you know Gene? You ever met Gene? I met Gene. Now Gene Gene's says I owe him money plan. for sticking my tongue out at shows because I, you know, I have a long tongue. It's, <laughs> it's what got me in the Enquirer. Uh, they said it was a physical defect, and I'm like, you just improved my dating life by three times by mentioning yes, exactly. that. But he was like you owe me money for that every time you stick it out. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's a weird sentence to say. And I was like, you you owe my mom back child support. You were touring when I was born. I oh, see. And, uh, but uh, Paul and I are on a first-name basis Paul now I'm a huge Paul Stanley fan. Love Paul. Really good guy. Just really talented, gives a crap, loves the fans. Yeah. That I respect that. It's like long-suffering. We'll stand there with you as a fan yeah. and listen to your Kiss story and appreciates where he is that's and why great, he's just an amazing guy. human. And I, my dad worked he was an architect worked for the state rebuilding all these buildings and he was a he's a he's an expert in period architecture so like when I was a kid I made square nails like helped him make square nails for the rebuilding of the the state library which is an all wood building and you know that kind of stuff so his office was right across from the Kentucky Film Commission, and and the guy there's ran, a
1: Kentucky Film Commission. There had to be. Every wow. state has one. It's <laughs> oh a federal mandate guys, because that's true. and go.
3: Kentucky would charge money because we have no exports besides weed and and uh, tobacco. Um, charge money anytime you wanted to film. And back then, Kiss filmed every show. They basically film everything right. they do, yeah, and you right. had to get a permit from the state film commission to shoot a gig, right? So they would provide they grease them with tickets and bring your family and here's the whole deal and you can come see the show for free to get our permit. It, right. Well, the guy who ran it was an evangelical Christian, like a Baptist, and he Uh-oh. he wouldn't go anywhere near it, and he wouldn't even let them put the tickets inside his office. So they were in the little file folder thing on the wall. <laughs> and he goes, "Sparks, I know your son's a fan of these sin mastered blah 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 blah, <laughs> and, you know, nights in Satan service. So if you want those tickets, they're out there. Oh, I'm not that's touching right. them." I and so about that. my yeah, so my mom uh, and I went. We had two tickets. We went and had these backstage passes and all this stuff. And I was dressed as Paul Stanley. I was 10 years old, first concert ever. Do you have the face paint? Oh, yeah, everything. Really? My, my I like mom it. created, I mean, I had the whole Destroyer outfit on or whatever, and you know, Long John's with the chest cut out, but still, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, rhinestoned and all the stuff. And Paul spotted me from the stage and pointed at me and waved. And then afterwards, I talked to him about my favorite, you know, songs and yada, yada. And from that, I was like, there's a humanity to this job. Like, there's. People doing these things, as magical as it is, and I believe celebrity has a level of magic to it when it's earned. I think artists yeah, I know, do have, yeah, they are right. above us in certain areas, myself included. And uh, and there is something about like, yeah, you've, stri- you've, you've strived for this thing and you've achieved it. And it's art and you've touched on something emotionally that people have. That's special. It is special. Yeah, it but is. at the same time, it is done by humans. And that, I learned that lesson meeting Paul Stanley in makeup while being a human being to me when I was 10 years old. That's very cool. And Chicago's that way, too. Chicago's a great place to start in the arts because it's a blue-collar place to start. There's you no know, magic. You don't get tapped on the sho- shoulder and going, you got moxie, kid. I like ya. you. know, It's one of those, like, <laughs> moxie. You, you know what I mean? Like, you belong in pitches. You know, it's you start, like in stand-up, you start doing open mics for free. You host. You MC. You feature. You headline. You tour on that headlining act you grow as an artist and eventually you work your way up a ladder that's real it's not magic at all right and i appreciated that in chicago same thing with acting like nobody's special because they act they're just better at their job over time you develop Mm -hmm. a skill that's reliable the only thing that's really different between an a-list actor and a c-list actor is reliability i think so i can count on you to deliver a solid performance every single time you know and that takes time to you know learn how to do And so I have a lot of respect for that craft. And it came from, you know, Randy Macho Man Savage making a pregnancy joke in front of me when I was seven years old and Paul Stanley picking me out of a crowd when I was 10.
1: I love uh-huh. the fact that for the, over the last thirty years, I've talked to Gene Simmons several times. He was just in the mm-hmm. station a yeah. couple of months ago. Yeah, will not shake anyone's hand. He will fist bump you, but he will not shake your dude. Hand.
3: After your first mole from shaking hands with some <laughs> weird fan or some like you, you know, there's a line. Steve Martin says it in L.A. Story, love and, he, it. and he goes, "I'm not shaking hands anymore. The last guy I shook hands with, it felt like he'd been squashing caterpillars." <laughs> oh, and I was like. I know that guy. <laughs> oh, but theres it's true. I mean, there's an element to it where you're like, this is, like, I don't know you. I don't know if you just washed your hands. The other true. thing, too, is enough pervy fans, if you have any adult-related fans, the stuff they'll do right before they shake your hand just uh, to say they've done it, yeah, you know, yeah. forget it. Oh, like like putting their hand down their own pants, that kind of stuff. Like, ask any like porn star woman who's done one of those expos or whatever. Like, well, they're not shaking yeah, hands either. Yeah. Like, because and and everybody <laughs> only needs one fan like that that fantasizes about you or has yeah, some idea. And yeah. I, on Queer Spoke, I was new to plenty. And so and, you know, and I look pretty solid naked. I'm not, you but know, I'm, bragging. I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah, that's great. But uh, <laughs> that, that that will bring certain people out of the woodwork. And yeah. after a while, and Gene, oh, with yeah. like with the sexuality and the sexual nature of both himself and his character that he mm-hmm. sort of plays in the band, right? You just, it's just gonna it brings those people. Out. I don't blame anybody for that kind of thing. Like Howie Mandel, I don't understand. I think that's just germophobia. But I think yeah. the other ones are yeah. like, nah, I just uh, my. Nah, I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm good. It's yeah, no, no, no. Snurfing, hey, I'll just wave.
1: Isn't it called snarfing when they put their hand down your pants and then shake your
3: hand? Yeah. It's called snarfing. Yeah. Right. I snarfed him. So. It is not an uncommon practice. No, it's not oh, so I'm going to invent I'm the
5: rolling. reverse handshake. So it's weird. where yeah. you get your hands as far apart as you possibly
3: can. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just wave from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> How are yeah. The oh, yeah. You. I here. do a lot of, like, elbow. i like, not like, I need my hands too much. I'll just, like, hey, man. Like that. Um... And it's not like I, I shake hands all the time. I'm really not that uh, averse to it. But mm-hmm. you do end up like, I gotta I need some sa- hand sanitizer no, after about six, that. seven people out I of understand. respect for the next six, seven people <laughs> as well. I gym? know
1: exactly what you Hey you're man, saying.
3: human beings are disgusting. Look at every habit that has been formed by a society over time. Women wear gloves, men open doors for them. You know, There's a reason for that. This mm-hmm. is not sexism. This isn't women aren't strong enough to open doors. It's that women carry children and the more yeah. exposure to germs that a woman's body has before she produces children, the more effects it has on the children that are produced over time Ooh, so men go. in early societies learned to shake hands and do all that stuff do all the hand stuff for women so that they weren't touching every possible oh, microbe like they it. came in contact with and nastying up their system you especially
5: know? before antibiotics when and
3: white gloves that's yeah. why women wore white gloves like men didn't necessarily wear white gloves when they interacted with people but women did why is that well because if you're going to have a kid, it'd be best if your body wasn't just filled with every fungus and bacteria <laughs> that you've come Probably. in contact with. Whereas good. sperm doesn't carry that across the line as much, you know, but but women house their eggs and carrying them with them all their lives. So the more you can keep them from pathogens over time, the better. You right? know,
5: as recently as 1915, infant mortality was 10% god yeah mm-hmm. one in ten infants just died and well that's, that was before antibiotics well that
3: was uh what's his name uh uh, uh weiss- what was his name samuel weiss weisman i forget his name but he was this guy who who said maybe we should wash our hands oh yeah before and then everyone... surgery and birth and everything oh, yeah. kicked him out yeah. Yeah. he lost his yep. um uh, he, he lost his accreditation everybody was like that's wow. absurd doctors yep. are the cleanest humans yeah and like and his thing was it was based on something dumb he's like maybe the ethers from a dead body shouldn't be passed to the living you know maybe yeah, after we worked, was
5: touch during, a corpse I think that was during miasma theory mm-hmm. so like you know bad air came from bad things and it yes. would make you sick so you know if you touch bad air with your hands you wash it off which is kind of right bacterial yes because yeah.
3: bodies uh, organs deflate in a dead body and they're just spewing all kind of nastiness really all much. around and they're like well, that's nothing my- I am the hands of an artist <laughs> and an auteur <laughs> and of course yeah mean- that's
5: what they Thought they thought that doctors were like just clean naturally, just
3: because of their intellect. So you could fiddle with a a corpse and then go help a woman give birth, and then uh, uh, six six and one half dozen of another. Anyone thinks
5: medicine and science are purely rational, and you know, everything they do is towards progress? No, no,
3: it's a lot of. Four steps forward and three steps back. (laughs) Well,
2: that's why at potlucks I don't eat much food. Yeah. I don't know if they've washed their hands. I'll be the first
3: person to eat the food. I will not do it. Uh, Well, I go through and I don't use the spoons because the handles are disgusting. So I just scoop my hands like (laughs) big handfuls of beans. (laughs) ah, And then I notice nobody else... You know, bothers. You just shovel oh. it into your face. Just, ah, you know. Just take a
5: straw and drink from the pot. <laughs> That's right,
3: yeah. <laughs> Soup, anyone?
5: <laughs> do you
1: do meet and greets ever?
3: Yeah, of course. I do a okay. meet and greet after every show. Yeah,
1: because oh, some guys do and some guys don't.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, the very first one I ever did doing the morning show that you mm-hmm. were on, 33 years ago now, we did a meet and greet at the old uh, Metrodome mm-hmm. back in the days. And there were a few thousand people just yeah. kind of lined up and they're taking pictures. So... You're shaking hands, everybody, and hugging people and doing odd stuff. And we're all done, and everybody's gone. So I'm going, you know, I'm sitting kind of like this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of tired. I better get going. And I put my hand up to adjust. My my hand was full of blood.
0: Oh. It's
1: like, oh, I have no idea where it came Whether from. Whether it was me, yours or was someone else's. My, Great. It was not mine. It was somebody else's. Wow. Like. Jesus. <laughs> I like, mean, cover
3: it. Uh,
1: yeah. yipe. like uh, So I don't know how many people I passed that on to, because I don't know who did it. Yeah. It's probably not the last guy who touched my hand. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, especially oh. when
3: everybody's just kind of blindly yeah. moving through. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm I mean, like, I, oh. I, and like the whole, being a total, germ. I mean, there's ways, you, you can use hand sanitizer. There's ways around it. Your skin is resilient. You know, if you don't yep. have any open yep. cuts, you're kind of fine. Just, to, you know, manage it. You don't have to be a freak about it. But when you're talking about, like, of 300 people in a row that you're shaking hands and being yep, around. It's not yep. its not a bad idea to wash your hands after. Good just plan. saying, take a minute, you know, before you feed plan. yourself or yeah. touch <laughs> your face. <laughs> yeah, um, You know, it, it, but that's, you know, and again, those are things you pick up from years of, because you know, think about how many people didn't know that stuff. Oh,
1: I know, yeah, You know what absolutely. I mean? Who became yep. a
3: germaphobe after catching something. Yep. Like, how many times do I have to get sick after a show before I just go, alright, oh, yeah. I don't know any of these people, mm-hmm. and I don't know where they've been, you know. No, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Because you're not only shaking hands with the person you're shaking hands with, you're shaking hands with the person, the last 10,000 people they've shaken. Mm, that's oh, pretty gross. much true. Oh. <laughs>
1: Showtime's tonight, Jerry? Yes, yeah, 7, 7 and 9.30. To 930. 7 right? 9.30, New Hope Cinema Grill, House, Sparks, you're amazing. Hey, man. thanks. You and Andy should never talk, though, because it'll get, like, way up here. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> but we'll start picking details out. <laughs> well, it's important, man. you got to next level your conversations. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I make my southern jokes and you know when I make them there's like do you change them when you go to the south I'm like no <laughs> You, they need to hear them more than anybody. People yeah. need to
5: know that getting high on oxycodone and then committing incest is not okay. Not
3: yeah, not a, not considered a plus or, or a pinnacle of your like Southern pride. You mean the 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 toilet that you actually have on your porch that you just didn't bother to take to the dump that's been there for seven years and you jokingly made a planter, <laughs> but then a cousin actually took a dump in, oh, yeah. and so you just left that there like a fertilizer and you tell a joke about it and and then the toilet inside the house broke so now you crap in a tire in the yard <laughs> and you have a southern pride flag yeah. hanging because you want people to know that America first! <laughs> yeah. like oh. Thank you very much for great having you in studio. Well, glad to be here. Thanks. Wonderful. Thanks. wonderful. Good time, Jerry? <laughs> the ribs. Yeah. I'll make them. All right. He's going to bring you ribs and cookies at some yes. point. Yeah. Gluten-free.
2: <laughs> Gluten-free no.
1: cookies. That'll Gluten-free do it. ribs, Tolored, yeah.